0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. I've come with a fanciful thought and good news, I guess, in some regards. I'll start with the good news. We recently took a trip to REI so that I could buy sweatpants and these fleece. Pants that I'm wearing. And I think that yesterday saw the second day that I wore the sweat shirt. And it instigated a lot of conversations. You know how I get fixated on the consumerist stuff. And um, we were talking about how you can see someone walking on the street and from a distance discern with your eye what type of garment they're wearing and infer a lot. And there is something especially triggering in the neuroses of everyone, you know, of a certain type, I guess you could say, where you see someone in sweatpants and maybe you look down on them, you think, oh, they, sh- they shouldn't be in public wearing that. And we were just talking about that general phenomenon of feeling in yourself and judging in others what is or isn't appropriate to wear in public and how it really can be based on, of course, prejudices and biases, biases bias, but a lot of it's based in like your gender, what is appropriate, your setting, of course, right? The season and your demeanor and what else you're wearing. Some things like a sweatshirt to me can be dressed up. It's harder to dress up sweatpants, but not that that really matters, right? A lot of these, these social norms are eroding, but I still have my own personal feelings. Like for a long time, I wouldn't really wear shorts outside. I was just like, you know what? Shorts are never flattering enough to justify. It's like something little boys wear. You might look at a pair of shorts and go, oh, those are cool, but you know what? That's relative. And then in the grand scheme of things, you look like, I don't know, you're on African safari in the 1910s. It just looks silly. Don't like, you almost never see someone in shorts and go, oh, cool, look, good look. Um, they're for boys and now I'll kind of don't care. I'll play with that. Sometimes I'll wear shorts. It is what it is. Um, I was being too broad. Well, anyway, the sweatshirt worked well, especially if you think about it as a shirt and not an outer layer and size down rather than try and baggy size up like you might a hoodie. Anyway, these fleece pants I just really put on for the first time. I mean, I'd tried them on, but now I'm like wearing them how I normally would. And they're incredibly soft. I appreciate the pockets are pretty well proportioned and deep. All of the seams are substantial and good. I could see these holding up for 10 to 15 years, to be honest with you. They have a zippered back pocket. The cuffs on the leg do cinch in, but not so much that they're hardcore cuffs. They're very low profile cup, cuffs with a slight bungee to them. I'd love if you want to make more coffee. Um, so yeah, those those these I'm pretty stoked on. I can't really remember what the price of them was. I think like 40 bucks, somewhere in that range. But they're well worth it. Like I'd get more pairs, and I'd recommend them to other people. Um, but... There is definitely still an element to them where like, yeah, they're between pant and pajama. And that is to me like where sweatpants lie on that spectrum. They're somewhere between a pant and a pajama. I don't know where to wear them. And I could unashamedly wear them wherever because I do think they look good. I mean, it's not like someone would be like, ew, that slob. It just depends on what else you're wearing. And I'd also rather not, like, I wouldn't go rolling in the mud wearing these. But like Casey said, you kind of would wear them camping around a campsite, why not? And I was like, yeah, you know what? I don't really like camping. (laughs) But I'd wear them at, like, my friend's house if we were chilling, I guess. But uh, anyway, two things. Firstly, that brings up, like, What kind of clothing will be more prevalent in the world with work from home? Inevitably, you can't put that cat back in the box. The most talented people are not willing to not work from home. Even if you're extroverted, why would you go back into an office? There's too many hassles. You'd have to be a real nut. Uh, You'd have to be real. (laughs) You'd have to be real like in other people's business almost nosy or something to want to be around people that much and it made me think whatever happened to smoke breaks now you have like mandated breaks minimums based on whatever state you're in like Colorado you're supposed to get two 10-minute breaks basically paid two 10-minute breaks throughout the day I think is how that works and then there's like a 30-minute unpaid lunch is typical. And it's like, that's, that's kind of weird. That only adds up to 50 minutes. Why didn't you just make it an hour? Other countries, I think it's two 15 minute breaks, or I don't know, man. I, I don't keep it all straight, but you get the gist of where I'm coming from. And it used to be people would have like smoke breaks, they'd go smoke a cigarette. And I never was old enough to live in a world where that was the workforce. But I think about that with work from home, like you could theoretically smoke cigarettes at your desk. There's nothing stopping you from setting your office up outdoors even and sitting at your desk with a hookah because it's tobacco, right? I I think that that's kind of interesting. Like there are some offices where they would be totally fine with keeping a beer fridge stocked and they anticipate that while you're working, you might be drinking beer. They don't want you drunk. You have to be able to hold it together. But if you work at a place where they're all drinking beer, you probably would. But if that was work from home and you were just like at home working, drinking beer, they'd probably be like, hey man, you're drunk. How do we know you're not dr-? <laughs> I don't know. What are the levels of that? I, I, I'm curious and I don't know that... the. That those will be easy things to suss out in the culture because how much do people talk about them? And with whom do they talk about it with? It's done in secret, like like child molestation. The stats aren't well known, right? But I don't know. I just thought, what a funny image, someone sitting at their desk smoking cigarettes in a Zoom meeting. I actually looked it up on Reddit. And there were interesting cases where one guy was talking about he, it was like, ask HR, and he was like bothered that a person on, in his company was smoking cigarettes during Zoom meetings. And he was like, "Is there any, do I have any, like, any leg to stand on about making them stop? And it, all the comments were people being like, you need to get over yourself. It's, it's really none of your business if they're smoking cigarettes. And then one guy was like, I have a woman who eats with her mouth open. And it's like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy, dude. Weird. But yeah, I don't know. I just do think that's kind of funny. like the, the, That concept of like becoming a smoker and sitting there and having something to do in smoking cigarettes. Like, well, One of my obsessions is the movie... Again, I'm uh, confused, but I think The Fog, where she works in the uh, lighthouse... And, but she doesn't w- live in the lighthouse. She just has, she just works in the, she's like the lighthouse keeper radio station and she like goes there to hang out. And I feel like she was smoking in that lighthouse. And it's just like, what a weird way to pass the time at work. And that was a thing that they used to do. I mean, my dad used to smoke cigarettes for times when I would work with him. And yeah, I mean, would he take a break of it? I don't know. He would just be smoking while he did everything, but I'm sure it did smoking probably did take up 15 minutes extra of his time layered throughout the day and whether or not it was two 10-minute breaks or like five two-minute breaks you know to smoke cigarettes i think that that's like just a wild concept i mean right and it's not that people smoked cigarettes and were like hey we just need healthy stretching breaks actually we just want breaks to stretch anyway We also went to Home Depot this morning and I got some washers and nylon spacers and we shimmed our heat pump condenser outside to level it out, question mark, and it seems to be substantially quieter. In fact, I was saying to Casey, and the hard thing is it's got many metal parts. It's got sheet metal. It's got metal wire in a cage and all of those things like touch one another, make contact and then it vibrates. So there's many points that can make noise. I just think that's kind of ridiculous. It wasn't, it clearly wasn't really made with noise proofing in mind, like a PC, like a high end PC would be in your house. Like it's, it is something that they acknowledge is going to make some noise. And in the past, I always was like, you know, it's quieter than a diesel engine. It's quieter than some. I even hummed at full volume, you know, like, ah, like I did that. And I was like, I'm louder than it. Like a human can make more noise than it ever could humming. So I wasn't super bummed on the noise of it, but sure enough, when we were out there adjusting it, I would wiggle it. I'd push it, tilt it in different ways. And, uh, it would get what we would agree is the, marketing term whisper quiet i if you bought something that they said is whisper quiet and then they hooked it up turned it on and it sounded like what we heard after adjusting it i think we'd be like oh yeah it's whisper quiet i don't need it to be any quieter than that shit that would be my reaction and i think we got it there so that's kind of exciting it could need more adjustments in the future but now at least i know like oh yeah it can be quieted up by just like tilting it slightly um, I don't know how much. I mean, obviously, installers should be admonished. I'm at the point where I have to think that appliance people, um, contra- heating and air contractors, and car dealers are like really the ones holding back this country the most in terms of energy efficiency. It's insane. So that is what it is. Uh, and then we had a f- delicious fruit salad while listening to J-pop. So it's been a healthy day. Oh, and we got some Duke's mayonnaise squeeze jar that is tomato and bacon flavored. Casey's patting her stomach. It was pretty good. Anyway, thank you very much. Come again tomorrow.